we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcast, but also as well, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, plus, of course, Joe Soro is here. He was a great part of what we did on our simulcast, which reached out to hundreds and hundreds of viewers on Facebook. So cannot thank you enough to everybody. Big shout out to everybody on the Facebook. So please go ahead, like, follow us, subscribe. But Joe Soro, you can find us on 1947 at LakersBall.com. Plus also as well, go ahead and make sure you check out what he's doing today at his company, Simblades. Simblades with a Y.com. Also as well, of course, John Costa is here. Go ahead and check out what he's doing and what great things he's working out right there on, of course, Lakers Corner and Clutch Talk. Go ahead and join him there. Also as well, our good friends, Lakers uh, Lakers and Five, Empire Jeff TV, John McCallion Channel, and of course, Daniel Barry Sports Highlights. Go ahead and check him out there. Yo, Daniel Barry Sports Highlights. Go ahead and make sure you go ahead and check out all those great channels. And speaking of great channels, please like, follow, subscribe to get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air with the latest Lakers fast break podcast. And again, thank you to all the the viewers on Facebook watching us. It is truly, truly and immensely appreciated. Well, the Lakers came into tonight needing a victory back to back heading home to the crypt against a team that's playing out the string in the San Antonio Spurs with their awesome number one pick Victor Webiyama. How would it shape up? How would it shape out tonight? And I'll tell you what, though, for the Lakers, once they got up on an early 21-2 run, seemed like just they went into cruise control because it was just like, you score, I score. You score, I score. Defense seemed to be, again, very much non-existent for the most part after the first quarter. And the Lakers, unfortunately, Really didn't care that much, but they didn't need to because even though they let the lead whittle down to, I think, about three points on more than one occasion, the Lakers really never felt too much pressure from the San Antonio Spurs and absolutely just cruised to an easy victory tonight, even though in the very last minute, the scrubs, well, actually, there was actually some starters out there. I don't want to say the scrubs, but... Some of the starters out there kind of let the lead whittle down too close to a 123-118 to 118 victory, but the Lakers had it in double figures, uh, a good percentage of the game as well. And here today to discuss this not-so-momentously great-played game because the fact it looked so bad on the defensive end at times and the effort just seemed to be just between both teams, just really not there on the defensive end. Good man indeed. He is, of course, Oxine247 at LakersBall.com. And, of course, the guy behind Simblades. You saw him on Facebook, or at least you saw the top of his head for most of the time on Facebook. It is Joe Soro. Joe, great to have you here. Appreciate you helping us out on Playback.tv and did a great job of doing so. Cool bro. Aussie. Allen. Uh, Doobie. Uh, just absolutely everybody that was a part of what we're doing on Playback. Give you a big shout out there. And Juan. And Jeremy on YouTube as well, and everybody on on Facebook. But the game tonight, Joe, I, we saw people in the front row sleeping, literally. And I think that's just a telling sign that this game, from that twenty-one to two early run, was all but over. And I think it was just a matter of everybody get the damn game done as soon as possible. Uh, he might have been blind too. Might have. Yeah, he might have blind. But okay, Joe, when you like you wouldn't this? have missed much if he wasn't. But a win's a win. Uh, I think Zangerstein mentioned that AD at least AD didn't play the fourth. There was some benefit tonight. The win yes. and AD didn't play the fourth. Uh, I, I I was kind of fixated on individual play tonight. One and one being uh, Victor Wembanyama as well. I know this is kind of a mundane game and mundane teams in general, but uh, Mr. Wembanyama is going to be a force, yes. unlike okay. I think anything we've ever seen when he's when he's ready. 
And I predict that he's going to break Hakeem Olajuwon's all-time record in pulling blocks before it's all said and done, should he not get any major injuries. So if he packs on another 20 pounds, God help you all. But as far as tonight, everyone did their job, and that was win the game. I'm not going to say much about Darvin Ham's rotations and his decisions to play a certain way because then it's just going to damper the, the night. I don't want to do that. Maybe I'll do it tonight when I'm having a couple of drinks. Because there was a certain point you were extremely yeah. pissed off in that first quarter. Very frustrating coach to watch. He is absolutely I – don't, I don't know what he's – is he experimenting? Is he experimenting? You have no room to experiment. You don't take AD and LeBron out at the same time. Stop experimenting with that. Stop experimenting with the zone. Your players can't even play one-on-one basketball. You want them to think about a zone? So what is what – is, uh, what is it? Uh, who says do better? Who coined that term? Do better. Can you do better? Ever? That's my question for Darvin Ham. But the Lakers, uh, they won the game at home against a terrible team. And at this point, the Lakers have to start focusing on Phoenix on Sunday. They need to start really, 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 really focusing on Phoenix for Sunday. And uh, they're going to have to win that game. They're going to have to win a lot of games here. So I'm going to enjoy the win hang out tomorrow and do nothing and then Sunday hopefully watch some competitive basketball with the few times we're going to see LeBron versus Durant uh, for the rest of their careers. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do win 123 to 118. The Lakers now are 31 and 27 back over into ninth place. They leaped back over the Golden State Warriors, although, again, they're one back in the loss column, but they are percentage points ahead of the Golden State Warriors as of now in the Western Conference. But also here today, good man indeed. He is the guy behind Lakers Corner and also as well Clutch Talk. It is Mr. John Costa. And, John, great to have you here, my friend. Again, if you would have wished, been with us on playback, you would have heard Joe and I angry that they keep they kept elongating the game in the fourth quarter when it was already decided. This, stop with the timeouts. Stop with the reviews. Just let's get this thing over with. There were people sleeping in the front row. It was absolutely abysmal to watch at times because it was back and forth. You score, I score. No defense being played. But hey, the Lakers did what they needed to do, and just like. Adam Silver said on Sunday, yay, you scored the most points. You won the game. <clears throat> exactly. Look, guys, at this point, I, you know, I'm going to sound like a little bit of a, of a broken track because some Joe said, I've been seeing a lot of people in the chat saying, a win is a win. And at this point, um, we need it. We need every single win that we could possibly come, come about because we are – battling right now um with the warriors who's right behind us at the 10th seed and then the suns who is uh, above us the eighth seed and funny enough we just lost to the warriors now we just play the suns so big uh big game and big games in general to just to get wins so happy we got the win um don't yeah i don't feel like i want to kill the mood tonight by talking about darvin ham so let me go in a different direction and and let me you and joe both yeah, I don't want I don't I don't want to kill the mood tonight, guys. It was a it was it was a Lakers win. Um LeBron James, he played played some big minutes or whatnot. But what I what I was gonna talk about was, you know, it's funny that you guys mentioned that you said on playback you guys were super frustrated about all the foul, foul calls and, and and whatnot. Because me too. And and, and the reason why I, I can't be on playback is because I'm with my daughter. I mean, you know, I try to put I put try to put her to doors. sleep prior to the post-game show and whatnot. And when I'm watching this game, I'm like, yo, like I just need this game to hurry up and finish so I can put my daughter to sleep so I can come do the post game. But the game elongates by a million things, and it's the smallest, most annoying stuff. We knew the game was over. Um, as far as like the actual basketball game, though, guys, I mean, Gerald, you said it best. After the Lakers went on that 22, I believe like 22 and four run or something 20, like that. 21 to two, I believe it was. Yeah, 21 to two run. After he went on that 21 to two run, 
we had control of this game. Uh, every little run or every little momentum that the Spurs would would uh, would put together, the Lakers were um, were just really good at combating any of that. But they kept them at arm's length. They did. The they did. One thing I do want to give credit for. I know this might sound crazy because we don't give Darvin Ham much credit, but he has improved his his like the ability to know when to call timeouts and when not to call timeouts. I feel like that's something that I've seen throughout the season. It's like, yo, Darvin Ham. Last came- night might have not been the best thing for that. I will just leave it at that. La- last night, no, last night probably wasn't. But I'm I'm talking about tonight. I'm talking about this game against the Spurs tonight. Uh, any run that the, that the Spurs would go on, there's warm hands, uh, Darvin warm hands Ham calling a timeout, which thankfully so, at least he's getting that down. Um, but maybe it's one game. Maybe it's a, maybe he has a one game. Maybe it doesn't have it the other because, like how Gerald said, we didn't have it last game. But at the end of the day, guys, um, my biggest thought on this game was that it should not have been as close as it was. And the only reason why it was as close as it was, I fully blame our defense and I fully blame our bench because the starters were there. The starters show up. The starters gave us, you know, I guess relatively what we can what we can expect but our bench giving us 16 i mean our starters all had what 10 10 points or more austin reeves had 10 points at, at the least dilo at 22 ad 28 lebron 30 Rui 17 but our bench gives us 16 points as a whole that's well i'm gonna say this you're gonna have to get used to that as long as you leave Rui hashimura in this lineup i think they we are now be, become with him in that starting lineup very dominant as a starting lineup got now one of the best five starting mans in the league but that leaves us very very thin and scoring you know as far as scoring an offense creating a coming off the bench john i'll i'll give you that that may be the case but once we get cam back once we get vando back once we get gabe back like I'm expecting, and again, I'm not saying these guys are going to change the season, but I'm just saying I'm expecting to, on a nightly basis, to at least have more than 16 points off the bench. So um, that's where we're at with it, guys. But biggest thing, win is a win at this point, guys. We'll take it all. Once again, the Lakers do win today's game, and that was a good game for people. If you wanted to go ahead and check us out here at the Lakers Fast Break, but kind of disinterested as far as the Lakers seemingly on the defensive end, 123 to 118. They do get the job done. Joe, again, I said leading into the break, three straight games of 50, 40, and 80. 50% from the field, 40% from the three-point line, and 80% from the free throw line. They were terrible yesterday across the board, but came back on a back-to-back tonight with a fresh LeBron. Hmm. I wonder how that happened with a 50%, 40% from three and 80, almost 80% from the free throw line. So they almost did the same thing that they were doing heading into the break, Joe. Again, seemingly a fresh LeBron with 30 points in there. Man, what if we would have had him last night playing against the Golden State Warriors? Funniest stat of the night. Spencer Dinwiddie. 24 minutes, 0 for 6 from the field. 0 for 3 from 3. One rebound, one assist, no steals, no blocks, no turnovers, one foul, plus 21. It's cardio, baby. Led led the team in plus minus. So if there ever was a time to say that that statistic is useless, tonight would have been it. The... LeBron 30-point game was a surprise. I didn't think he would score that much tonight. But he did play a lot of minutes, probably more than he probably should have. But we saw how they were playing towards the end there, so we probably needed him for most of those minutes. AD not playing was a huge boost. I would say he's going to come into Sunday and be ready to smash. I think that's going to be kind of how that's going to probably play out. And then Rui Hachimura needs to continue to – Play as well as he has. Uh, he he played 32 minutes and was pretty 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 good from three. Pretty good from the field. Uh, he was striking at the at the hoop very very well, hitting open shots. Austin Reeves was struggling a little bit. 
uh, th- this was like his uh, – he usually has these kind of games every couple of weeks, so uh, I'm not going to fault him for it. He'd still, he had nine assists still, but, yeah, he, he, he kind of fumbles and stumbles a little bit. He had he had one more foul to go before he was, he was going to foul out, so he could tell he was – he was he was frustrated. Other than that, uh, D'Angelo didn't have a bad game either. Uh, I, I just it's hard to gauge uh, quality when you're playing a team that's only won 11 games. So we can chalk it up as the Lakers win a home game and uh, a, a game that they that you, that you have to win. You just can't lose any of these games the rest of the way. And uh, what happens next is going to likely be. Can the Lakers uh, start coming up? And you're going to start playing teams that are ahead of you. Phoenix is one. Go into Sunday and wreck house in their house. And let's see what you're capable of by doing that. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like, it has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it is the Lakers winning 123 to 118 at home. They're now 31 and 27 back into ninth place in the Western Conference. John, let me ask you this. When it comes to what we're going to see Sunday afternoon on ABC, 12.30 p.m. Pacific time against the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix, I see that as a key game going forward, whether or not you're going to be stuck in 10th at the back end of the Western Conference or whether you can use that as a push, part of a push to get even closer by the end of the week. You've got some very tough games coming up in the not too distant future you've got phoenix on sunday then it comes right back up with the los angeles clippers on wednesday and then not too far after that a week from saturday you have the denver nuggets and then after that on monday the thunder after that the kings after that the bucks after that the timberwolves after that the kings the war it is really one of the hardest schedules coming up here outside of a game with the Wizards, my friend. The focus needs to be now. All these games that they punted over the course of this season really have added up because there's now no margin for error if you want the Lakers to get in a better position and a better seed before the playoffs begin. That's crazy, guys. That's crazy because, like, this is going to be what You reap what you sow. Exactly. Because – you know, like it, it, this is one of those situations and those moments in life where it's like I look back and 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 I can't blame myself because I, of course, I wasn't the one managing um, this injury management or this load management, however you want to uh, call it. I wasn't the one calling the shots. But to me, it's like, damn, guys, if we wouldn't have punted, and, and I think I said this last stream as well. If we wouldn't have punted, and again, I can count on one hand, I think probably like four to five games that we punted this season already so far just because, oh, load management. Oh, give LeBron and AD their rest. Oh, we're trying to stay ready for the playoffs. We're trying to get stay ready for the playoffs. Now we got this hard-ass schedule coming up. Like genuinely, Joe, when you were listing those teams, the only team that is n- not good is the Wizards. Every other team and the Hawks it depends how you look at it. They're mid at at best in my opinion, but they got players I can get off. And even and even after that, I mean, like you you said it. You no, know, you 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 said we have we have Clippers. I mean, we have Suns, Clippers, Wizards. You said Nuggets, Thunder, Kings, Bucks, Timberwolves, Warriors, Hawks, and even after that, 76ers, Pacers, Bucks. Again, only other bad team after that will be the the Grizzlies. That that's at let the me end just let me just March. say it like this, John. Let me just say it like this: the next ten games, nine of them, nine of them are against playoff teams 
in the Western Conference to give you an idea what's going to go on. This this might mess around and um, this might mess around and determine our season. These next ten games might mess around and determine our season. I'm gonna be honest, guys. I'm gonna be honest, and hopefully we don't go on um, a zero and four like how we did when we were on that homestand that we were so confident that we were gonna come out of so strong and change our season. Um, that ended up changing our season for the worse. Hopefully this doesn't end up changing our season for the worse because this is a bad stretch of 10 games. Once again, it is the Lakers winning 123 to 118. Joe, you were the first one to point out, A, that the Lakers were staying on the West Coast for virtually, what, it was an entire through February. Now, it's leading into March. They're going to be staying mainly in the Western side of the, the United States, Pacific time zone, et cetera, et cetera. But you also mentioned how tough this upcoming schedule will be. It was rated uh, by ESPN, I think, in the top 10 uh, toughest schedules for the rest of the way going forward. It doesn't get much easier until the back end of this when we talked about last night on the nightcap. It's going to be really tough. And like John said, this next 10-game stretch is crucial for the Lakers to see whether or not they can advance and move up or they're just going to be stuck at the back end and the bottom end of the Western Conference playoff scene? Well, the nation's going to be watching uh, seven of the next 10 games on national television. You can consider ESPN a national channel at this point. And uh, the, the, the nation will see either a renaissance or a collapse in that, in that window. They could... They could even it out. They could go 500 too in those 10 games. It would be status quo with their situation. Uh, in a lot of ways, it might be not bad considering the situation. But I think this decision-making by the coach, and I, 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 don't, I don't think he's deciding on when LeBron sits. I believe that his agency tells Darvin Ham that LeBron is sitting in a, in a kind of a secondary way, um, probably through Rob. And then Rob tells Darwin. See, what you have here is, I'm going to correlate this with the, the Dodgers situation. Andrew Friedman is an analytical guy, and he tells Dave Roberts what to do. It looks like Rob Linka tells Darwin M what to do. If you didn't, if, if you if you're starting to wonder why the Lakers hired Darvin Ham, uh, I've kept it to myself until now. I think it's important to start talking about it. Darvin Ham is a puppet. Just imagine the puppet. This is you know the guy that's controlling the puppet is 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 Rob Palenka. The zone decisions, the lineup decisions. I, there, there's no way in a coach in a, co in a normal coach's right mind would make these decisions. I'm giving Darwin the benefit of the doubt that his IQ is not where it, 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 it's not where it probably would be if he was making these decisions. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any logical uh, sense. Yes, Ty, uh, I haven't read you say that, but I'm glad you 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 reiterated it. So what? What is a so you have an agent telling a GM how to run his team, and then that GM is telling the coach how to run their team. I would like this information to start coming out. I think it's very important to make an announcement on that. What will, I don't know if it makes a difference, but I'd like to have some confirmation with it. But I'm pretty sure that that's the way it goes because. How else can you explain someone deciding to not play yesterday in an important game and then playing today? What are they trying to do? Are they trying to showcase LeBron the remaining 25 games? Or I should say 26 games before last night. Is that what it is? And that's why you don't let agencies decide, right? I mean, I, it's it's almost like how how is, how is this even possible? Ten years ago, somebody would have thrown you out of a window even as far back as 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you might've been shot 30 years ago. It would have never happened. 
this is something that needs to be addressed, in my opinion. If, 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 if this is how you want to run a team by allowing an agency to decide how you play your lineups, then you shouldn't even own, you, you shouldn't be in charge of anything. You, you shouldn't be in charge of anything. Darvin Ham, number one, Rob Lupalinka, and the fact that Jeannie is allowing this to happen. None of these three people deserve to have their positions at that point. But there's nothing we can do. It's, you can't fire Jeannie. Rob Palinka is an extension to Kobe, and we all know how Jeannie is with Kobe. And Darvin Ham is the perfect puppet. And this is where we are today. Once again, it is the Lakers' fast break. The Lakers do win 123-118. to 118. It is Joe Sora along with me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Truly appreciate it. Hopefully, John Costa uh, can return to us, but uh, maybe he had to tend to something right away. So hopefully we can get him back here. Maybe he had a little bit of a technical issue. So, Joe, let me ask you this. Again, you, know, you don't want to put too much on tonight. It seemed like the Lakers were disinterested. Uh, for the most part, the Suns, I mean, excuse me, the Spurs were just, they're absolutely a bad team outside of Victor Wemiyama, who shows so much promise and is so scary how good that guy will be. Just wait until the Spurs finally, or if they do, field a team around him. He hones the skills just a little bit more and gains 20 pounds, maybe a little bit more core strength. My God, the guy is going to be unreal in a couple seasons, Joe. Yeah, I don't know how the Spurs are going to build the next run. They, they're going to have to get lucky and draft a second star for him. I don't know anyone that's going to go to San Antonio. There's a chance, but I don't know who would go to San Antonio. And the current NBA structure isn't really allowing a lot of these guys to leave anyways. What would they trade also? If they don't have any talent, what would they trade? Uh, draft capital? I, that, that, that would probably be the most valuable asset. But would they want to do that? Would they want to go out and spend a high lottery pick to get a second star with him? We'll, we'll find that out as time goes. Uh, as far as the Lakers are concerned, uh, they are structured right now to... Jeez. I just... I Tonight's game is... We knew this last night. Tonight's game wasn't going to really produce anything. There's so many... There's so many avenues to this and that it's a Friday night it's against the Spurs. The Lakers are at home. The Lakers were just playing well enough so that they can get a win and get out of there and probably go have a good night, go have a good time, good dinner, whatever. And we felt like that as the fan base. I feel like I I could have checked out probably in the second quarter, went and had a dinner and had a drink and just kind of hung out. And I think that's where they were. But that's how bad the Spurs are. The Lakers were able to not really focus enough on the game to where they could still win. The game on Sunday is it's imperative that the Lakers uh, start start really, really well in that game and just carry it all the way through and get back. Get back and get ready for a very, even more important game against the Clippers. I think if the Lakers can win the next two games, there's, uh, there's promise that they can take this homestand uh, and put, a, put at least above 500 record with it because it is difficult. Every, almost every team other than the Wizards is a playoff team. The thing, though, is Sports Baby says that the Lakers cannot, absolutely cannot be ninth or 10th because that gives them two games, two playing games they have to play in. Well, Sports Baby, the team is two and a half games out right now in the standings. They are actually three games back in the loss column to the next team up from them, which is the Phoenix Suns. They've got their work cut out for them, Joe, if they want to bridge that two-and-a-half game gap. And like you said, it's all about what's in the loss column. They're going to have to bridge that game up. Uh, you know, they're going to have to bridge that gap. And it starts on Sunday when they face the team that's right above them in the standings in the Phoenix Suns. If they can win that game on the road at Phoenix – that's going to really help them a lot, especially because they've got a lot of Western Conference foes they can actually gain some ground on in the next 10 games as well. It would certainly help. I feel that the Lakers are have, have pretty much locked in either a 10 or a 9 seed. 
they could make up three games against a, a Phoenix team that might falter. There's a chance that they could. I don't think Sacramento will. I also don't think Dallas will. Dallas actually improves. We still have two games coming up very soon against Sacramento. Correct. So you you can make up ground there if you win both those games, but I'm not putting a lot of stock in that unless I see it with my own eyes. Phoenix could collapse. They have that capacity. Uh, Devin Booker is known for melting down at the worst times. It's It kind of defines his career a little bit. Uh, Kevin Durant, uh, disinterested. We saw today... Uh, at least I saw footage of him hearing a fan say something and it and went over there. West brooked it. Like an uh, old lady, I think. What, right? Yeah, it was an yeah. old lady. I mean, this you're talking, the, the more I see Kevin Durant, the more that guy's constitution gets worse. He, is, he has a weak constitution beyond. And it's mind-boggling to me that someone that could be that successful in their career it was in the Dallas game, Frank, right? Uh, that he it was before that he went out to the Dallas game. He was coming out in the court and he was uh, going back and forth with an old lady, I think. Yes. Uh, everybody yes. has a podcast, Frank. Hello. <laughs> yeah, ahead. everyone has a podcast because it's, uh, it's my apprehensiveness towards a podcast before Gerald introduced himself. A few years back, was any 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 jerk off can can put a camera on his computer and then talk. Oh well, thank I, you. Which I was trying to avoid. I was trying to avoid that on my own. I didn't want to be that guy. I didn't feel like I wanted to be that guy. But if there was someone that was to say, "Hey, look, we want you to come onto the show and tell us what you think and what your expertise is in this particular field," sure, I think that kind of made it a little easier to make that decision. But in the end, it has gotten a little redundant, or I should say a little oversaturated. Uh, everyone has a podcast. Everyone wants to hear themselves talk. Everyone wants to look at themselves. Uh, I don't particularly like to listen to myself after the shows are done anyways. Once in a while, I'll, I'll listen to critique. Thank God our audience still does. Uh, well, that's the whole point. The point is, we said this at the beginning. If the audience says we want to listen to you, then we, we give them what they want. That's what this is about. If it wasn't about that, if it was just me being on here, slapping my ham, uh, then then yeah, then then it would be counterproductive. So, looking at Kevin Durant, Lakers. If I if I'm Darvin, speaking of ham, if I'm Darvin Ham and you're you actually work for a living, I would like to put a video of Kevin Durant doing what he did in that game. He's so preoccupied by what, what numbskull, dumbass, useless people are saying about him that he has to give attention to it. Why? You're worth over $100 million. You're going to the Hall of Fame. You're a great player. Just play basketball. Now, if they had said something about his family or they called him a, 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 an ethnic slur or whatever, I get that. But there's a better way to handle it. There's a better way to handle it. Get the ushers or somebody else. Get the else. usher and say, that person just called me this, and that's inappropriate. Now, if they had said, Kevin Durant, you suck. Uh, who cares? Kevin Durant, you're going to lose. Kevin Durant, you are, you're, a, uh, you're a ring chaser. Okay, those things should not bother you. Those things need to just, you just need to get that off your chest. And that's, that's, that's what I would show guys. This is who you're playing on Sunday. You're talking about a guy who's so mentally weak, who's so not paying attention to, to the, to what's in front of him. This is, this is what, would you say this is really his last chance at possibly competing for a title? I'd say yeah. so. I, I, that this is it. This is the last year. Devin, Kevin Durant at this point is going to turn into uh, Adrian Dantley. He's just going to be Adrian Danley, an angry guy who can score, which is too bad because he wasn't that guy for so long. But he let the public destroy him. Most of these guys are weak. They're so weak, and they become weaker, and they're getting weaker because they allow scumbags to, to get, in, get under their skin. Use that as fuel. Show that video. 
hey, this is what these guys are doing over there. Go into Phoenix, whoop some ass, and get ready for the Clippers after that. Once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Joe Soro along with me, Gerald Glasser. Thanks so much for watching this thing. Truly appreciate it. Big shout out to John Costa for stopping by from Lakers Corner and Clutch Talk. The Lakers do win 123 to 118. They're 31 and 27, ninth place to Western Conference. Joe, aka Dude Love, is here uh, with me right now in the chat. Thanks so much to everyone in the chat. The best Lakers chat room that's out there. It's, uh, Lakers fast break. Kurt says Adrian Dantley is a school crossing guard now. Is that legit, Kurt, or or not? I don't know. Coming from you, I can never tell. But 805 says Lakers Nation is bragging about the win and LeBron. LeBron, yeah, that's great. 30 points tonight. Where was this when we needed it in Golden State, Joe? <laughs> Why are you bragging about a win you sleptwalk through? You almost gave it up in the last Who's minute. bragging? Lakers Nation, uh, 805. And thank you for the heads up. I appreciate Lakers it. Lakers who? Nation. You know that. Who gives that a about that <laughs> damn channel? Those guys get happy when they see flowers on, on out when they walk out their house. Who cares? They, those guys have their proverbial mouths, you know where. Bunch of kiss ass, weak useless garbage stuff that has no relevance everybody's happy everybody's holding hands and then the team is in a is in a is in purgatory at the same time you want to be happy you want to be dancing you want to be jump roping with everybody how about if we were up 15 20 games over 500 then you can do that but everybody acting like this is some cool thing and it's it's great and you know what 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 are you going to get out of it? You probably get more pub and more money telling the truth in the end. You have enough of an audience at that point. Come on. I, give me a break. And with that, though, the Lakers. And by the way, by the way, back in 09, back in 10, back in 11, 12, you know, you, I was the first guy out of, out of the gate holding hands and going, this is my team. This is, you know, yeah, champions back to back, you know. I, I, I give the same level of enthusiasm when they're great and they're good as I do when they stink. But the way they stink now, it's just, it's, it's, it's worse because they don't give a None of them care. It's about branding and this. At some point, like you hit a billion dollars in terms of net worth, LeBron. At what point is this branding going to finally kind of go, okay, Enough of the branding. Can we do something here? Can we just focus on that instead of having to worry about your branding and you looking good? What do you got planned after the NBA? You really think you're going to own a team? What team are you going to own? You know how much these teams cost? Did you guys see the new list? Did you see where the Lakers were? Um, I would say, cool, bro, it's a tie for me. That and Silver Screen and Roll are both my least favorite Lakers channels. So, Frank, that was the igniter. Charles Barkley said this team is leaderless, yet they got angry. Get angry on the court. Get angry on the court. What happened to MJ when they were calling him out for going to Atlantic City after – uh, what was it? The game two, game two of the Knicks series in 1993. Didn't Robin have an excursion too? To yeah, Vegas? He, went, he went to Atlantic City with his pops after game one. They came back. He's, he, oh, what, what's going on, uh, MJ? Uh, what are you, are you focused on the game? What happened? What happened after that? He, he did one interview with Ahmad Rashad wearing glasses explaining the situation and then when he went and get the game three and game four he whooped their ass and then they ended up winning the next two games coming and basically backdoor sweeping that team on to to uh, winning the three p the first time that's how you answer folks when someone dogs you you turn into a wolf and you kill the dog just like jerry west said do you not understand this are you guys going to learn something the generation of right now Right now, learn from this because the generation before you are the biggest pussies 
that this human existence has ever had. And Durant is in that. LeBron, in a lot of ways, is in that. Don't be these guys when it comes to being this. Shrug it off. Kill them with your ability instead of whining and crying. That's what this is. That's what this is. So use it as fuel. I mean, is Darvin Ham really, does he watch tape, by the way? Does he do anything? What does he do? What does he do? Can somebody tell me what that guy does? Do they watch film? I want to know. Because I don't believe it. I don't believe he does. Playing a zone? Playing a zone against the Spurs. I believe so, Kurt, before his legal trouble on Jonathan Mayer. Why do you play a zone? Gerald, enlighten me. Or as, as Tony Soprano used to say, illuminate me. In the case of San Antonio, they are the worst shooting team in the NBA, statistically. But, you know, tonight, wide open three after wide open three. Why are you sh- Okay, fine. By the stats, by your analytics, they're the worst shooting team in the NBA. But why? You're playing the game. You're up 13, 14. Why are you playing the zone when you're doing what you're doing without it? Why are you allowing them to get irritated and go, oh, you want to give me an open shot? Fine. Why? And why would you take LeBron and AD out when you're up 13? Why? I want to know why. You have no room to, to, to do any kind of experiments at this point. You don't, it doesn't look like any of these guys watch tape. They all look like a bunch of Kyler Murrays. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers, well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. I will say, though, Joe, when it comes right down to it, the Lakers need to play more effectively and with more energy and focus than they oh, did tonight. Giannis, by the way. Yes. It's it just more focus. I think because I was that's the what I would, was most disappointed with for tonight's victory is the fact that the Lakers could have handled this team and disposed of them. You say that they couldn't have because the Lakers aren't really that good of a yeah, team. Yeah, they're not that good. I I don't it's it's more of the discussion right now is more focused on the really bad decisions, and then also some of the good play. The, the 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 good play is that you had AD do his thing. You had Rui playing well. LeBron dropped thirty. That's great. LeBron was able to come out, come back from two weeks, and and obviously looked like he was pretty fresh. D'Angelo had had his mid range going. He didn't shoot that well, but he, he was hitting that mid range pretty well. It, it, but that's it. That's it. It was it was a yo-yo type game. They're up 13, then all of a sudden it goes down to six. They're up by 14, all of a sudden it's down to six. It was just that was the kind of night. And it's fine. It would be fine if that was what was going on if they weren't in their situation. Because they're they they, they they're not getting it. They're not saying, look, let's use the Spurs as a way for us to really start being cohesive and putting this thing together so that it flows into the next game and then the next game and the next game. Instead, what they do is they half-ass it because they don't give a crap. And then when they come into the next game, hey, they might win that one. And then all of a sudden there's a break or there's a two-day layoff. All of a sudden, oh, well, I don't know. We don't know if he's going to play. And it's, it's, it's like a constant inconsistency in focus. That's all it is. The most unfocused team that you can have is here when they have no room to not be focused. You stink in a lot of a lot of the parts of this game. 
LeBron is horrid on defense. You saw some plays tonight that were just pathetic. Austin and D'Lo are not strong defenders, okay? Yet you're not working that out. You're not putting in some kind of defensive scheme that can at least assist them in a team basis. You don't none of none of this none of this is happening. Why wouldn't you do it against the Spurs? So that at least you know that the the players there aren't going to be as aggressive or or, or their ability isn't going to be as elite. None of that goes on. You keep looking for it because you're trying to think in your mind, I don't want to talk negative about my team anymore, but it's just not, they're not allowing us not to. It sucks. It sucks to talk about this stuff, but that's what's going on. No boxing out. There was a clip of the game last night where three of the Lakers were just on a rebound. It was the play Wiggins uh, made after the uh, second quarter, before the half. Three people just watching the ball. Boing. Wiggins got it. Oh, wait. They're not focused. I don't think they ever will be. Zangerstein saying that, you know, this team or the starting lineup hasn't gotten enough run yet. It's only been six games. Now, mind you, they're six and oh when they run that starting lineup, but it's only been six games. Uh, she says, uh, she th- you know, we think that we blame LeBron, whether he doesn't play against the Golden State Warriors or the Spurs, that they lost any. Lost uh, is the one pushing the blame last night. I just think when you look at it, Z, he's looking at the schedule he's picking and choosing which games he wants to make himself available for the Detroit game or the Utah game, which one is statistically going to be the tougher one that I think my team needs me more. It's the Utah game. And of course he sits that one out. I think statistically or statistically the the game that he should be playing in is the game against golden state instead of San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. Happened yeah. twice. Happened. It's not an accident, Z. No. It is not an accident. No, no. and it's not. It's it, it's again. It, we're, we're, we we keep repeating this, and I'm sure that there's some people out there that are listening, going, "Oh God, they're talking about this again." Guys, they keep doing it. What do you want us to do? We're just telling you what we're seeing. Why is he doing this? Other than to keep him out of these bad moments. They were worried. They don't worry about Detroit. They don't worry about San Antonio. They worry about Utah and Utah, and they worry about the Golden State in San Francisco because LeBron has to exert himself in those games. You're telling me you're a leader. You're telling me you're, you're the greatest player of all time. You're telling me you want to win a championship. I keep hearing this crap. It's not, it's not true. You don't care. Kobe cared. Jordan cared. Tim Duncan cared. Dirk Nowitzki cared. Jimmy Butler cares. Those guys care about winning, about doing whatever it takes. Now, Jimmy Butler, uh, I know, is a, one of those guys that likes to take you know half the season off. So I'm not giving them all his flowers. But he Remember does. that one where he caught where he was sick, and then he ended yeah. up taking the yeah. photos with the yeah. fans. Uh, but, but see, but this is what happens. But what what that did was it was a it was kind of a blessing in disguise, in that that was kind of the one of the uh, springboards in creating the sixty five game minimum for for awards, and the way they set up the all NBA teams in those, as well as it coinciding with a supermax. You did a good job doing that. But beyond that, beyond the accolades, beyond the money, we're seeing, we keep getting told something that's not true. And it's consistent all the time, week in and week out. And no one's asking the questions. No one's, Charles Barkley, I'm going to use Charles Barkley as an example. People don't really pay attention to Charles, even when he does good or bad things. They just consider him a clown. I think Durant doing what he did was the first time he got some real backlash other than by Michael Jordan for what he said. They don't, they don't, they don't take Charles Barkley seriously. They don't take the 
what's his name? Uh, Skip Bayless is seriously. They're 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 sideshows. They still will watch them because they're sideshows. They're they're a circus. What it needs to be is it needs to be a little bit more serious. It needs to be a little bit more serious. Someone prominent, someone eloquent, someone that knows really what's going on. I don't even know if Charles really watches these any games other than the games that he's, I guess, uh, working on. But it's 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 taken over. The athlete has taken over sports, whether it's in college, whether it's in the NBA. The NFL, I don't know if you can ever take over as a player there. The quarterback has taken over the NFL. No one in, in, in football, not a punter, not a kicker, not a defensive tackle, not, a, not an end, not a linebacker is worth anything uh, near a, a quarterback. Everyone else is, is, is disposable. Don't, this franchise quarterback is the only one that pays the bills and they got to kiss his ass. Other than that, that's it. But that's how they created the sport, right? Make it a passing game, make it protect the quarterback, blah, blah, blah. So LeBron, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the end because we can probably put a button on this for his career and really explain. We had a chance, luckily, to, to see him in a Laker uniform and really get a chance to understand who he is and what he does. And unfortunately, there was more bad than good. But the good was better than Rob Sacre and a stitching D'Angelo Russell and Nick Young and all those guys. But I will say, though, that the Lakers did get the victory tonight, 123 to 118. They are 31 and 27, ninth place in the Western Conference, still two and a half games back behind the eighth place team, which coincidentally is the Phoenix Suns, the team that they're playing on Sunday. So, Joe. Very important game, Mr. Dude Love, heading into Sunday. They can pull a game closer to the Phoenix Suns with a victory. Your thoughts on if they can get it done with a motivated game, focused game that they're going to have to play in Phoenix on Sunday? I, I don't have an answer yet. I don't have an answer at this point. They... They should win Sunday due to the fact that Phoenix is somewhat reeling right now. They've lost the last two games. There's a, there's been some emotional things going on with their players, the coach, all that stuff. Paying attention to the noise. The Sacramento Kings, I would say if they were able to beat the Kings, you probably get a better idea of what they'll likely end up. I'm going nine and ten, probably ten in the end. But their only hope right now is likely going to be probably going to seven and eight at best. But I just I just see them being a nine or a ten seed either way. Lakers are gonna have again. The irony is hilarious too because didn't LeBron curse the play-in when he first heard about it? Absolutely. Yes, he did. And his, if, if it weren't for the play-in, LeBron would have missed probably two more years of, of playoff basketball. So funny. Cool Bro says, where's JSJ? I don't know, Cool Bro. I don't keep stats on, or just I don't keep everybody's phone number and addresses for everybody in our chat. The best Lakers chat that's out there at the Lakers fast break. You'll forgive me if I don't have everybody's addresses and let them know. But if they do like and subscribe, they'll get the notification that we'll be on the air with the latest Lakers fast break podcast. And of course, they'll get the notification here in less than 10 minutes that Joe Sorrell will be having his nightcap here coming up in just a few. So what's on tap for the nightcap? Uh, probably more uh, information on Sunday's game. I'm, I'll talk a little bit about the Spurs game tonight and then whatever veering off as we have a few drinks. It's a Friday night. 
I still have to get up and work out in the morning, but uh, not as early as today. Today I was up at four in the morning because I had a very busy morning uh, out of town. But we're here to continue to entertain. We're here to uh, tell you what we've seen. I'm sure everybody's seen it. And I'm going to be looking into seeing what this team's going to do here in the next week. That's what we're here for. Are they going to make a run? Will they make a run where they can win four or five games in a row? That's really what they need. They desperately need it. They they were six of seven, or let's say the last nine games, they're what, seven and nine? Seven out of nine? Seven and two? Okay. Let's let's do it again. Let's do another seven and two. And then we can start talking about maybe a small little window of, of a chance. See, we, we can, we, we still, it, we're like a movie, you know, we drama act one, act two. And then at the end, Hey guys, let's see what they can do so that you can feel better because there's good endings are, are fun. Right. K- KJ says, we just need to make the playoffs. 805 says drinking is overrated. Joe, don't do it. Your workout will be easier. But the question, right. hey, 805, I'll honor that. I will drink water. Intel will probably be very disappointed when he hears that uh, coming up for tonight. If people care about you, you got to reciprocate. Gary says, I'll put one in the air for the nightcap. Absolutely. Greatly appreciate it. Join Joe here in less than 10 minutes right here on Lakers Nightcap with Joe Sorrell. I'll be on as soon as I get this episode up for all of our audio listeners. Please like and subscribe. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you can, please. And not always that Joe guy. Man, you guys got to get rid of that Joe guy. I'll give you five stars. You know, enough of those comments. Or it's either I love Joe, he's terrific, five stars, or get rid of Joe or Laker Tom, and I'll give you five stars. Who said get rid of me? I believe there's there's a few out there. Actually, Cool Bro was reading the other day. I've read them before. It's it's yeah. not always pretty. Yeah, yeah, it's not always. Get rid pretty. of me where? Uh, you know, just get rid of you. But before we head on out, Robert Wheeler has a good question. Thanks so much for joining us here at the Lakers Fast Break. Please like and subscribe if you can. For title contending teams, is it better to have an easy or difficult remaining post All Star schedule, Joe? Because I think the Lakers, according to Robert. Remaining schedule benefits them because it forces them to focus just like last year when they were in a must-win scenario when 18 and 8. Uh Robert, it, there's probably some truth to that. But it it, it it it's not, I don't know if it's about they they need to be focused, obviously, but there's also more to it. Are they capable of really grinding? Focus is about the grind a little bit more. I don't know if they're capable of grinding like that. Whether the schedule is easy or hard. They've gotten a little better in the last few weeks. Going to Boston, going to New York and winning those games, going to Utah. Yeah, I'll I'll give them a little bit of uh, credit there. But then it's always like they, they stop. They always stop. They sit LeBron and then they lose. It's like no matter how much you want, we want them to be focused and they show some focus, they 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 stop. They stop. And it's it, it just brings back this animosity and this frustration that. Are you really wanting to win? Or you guys are on a streak. You're going on a roll here. And then, oh, I, my ankle hurts. After two weeks? Rest? Playing 15 minutes in an all-star game? You, yeah, yeah. You know, you, 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 a lot of guys that are hurting still go on a treadmill during the, during the day or whatever, right? That was pretty much a treadmill, 15-minute treadmill uh, workout during the all-star game for LeBron. These are the things that are frustrating. And then... You come out of this this break, and, and and you have your leadership from your coach, especially doing doing things that I don't even know if a rookie coach would do. Just bumbling and stumbling nonstop, experimenting on things that, like, what are you doing? 
you're already running these guys out of the gym, and then you do you take your best players out, they come back and kill eight points in like a minute and 14 seconds. Eight freaking points in a minute and 14 seconds. It's what it is. It's 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 they progress and then they go, oh, you know what? We want to kick it. If, if I'm gonna I'm gonna end this so that I can get prepared for the show here in about five minutes. But here's what it's like since we've been talking about working out. It's like what it is is it's like going on a doing a set and feeling like, man, I'm really I'm really feeling strong today. You do 12 reps and you you know you can do another eight. But you're like, eh, I got enough there. And, and, and that, that'll trickle. And guys, it's so quick. We've all done it. I know I've done it. I go to the gym for three months. I'm killing it. I went on the spin cycle thing for 29 straight days. And then all of a sudden, here come the holidays. I don't work out for a month and a half. That's what I'm talking about. But see, I'm not getting paid $50 million. To do that, if I was getting paid fifty million dollars to be in world class shape, and I had all the resources to do that, of course I'm going to do it. That's that's when it's really easy. And these guys aren't really doing that either. And the reason why I say it's easy, it's still an excuse though. I still should be able to do that. But again, I don't have the nutritionists and the dietitians and all that. Those things all cost thousands and thousands of dollars. You know, I I don't I don't I don't I don't have that. The ability to do that, spend five, ten thousand dollars a month on, on on that kind of stuff, but these guys have it, and yet, wh- where's the focus? Focus on the game. Focus on winning. Focus. Stop taking your foot off the gas. What are you doing that for? You're in no shape to do that. So that's it. That's all. That's 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 all I got on that. And there'll be some continuation on this in about four minutes. Until then. Thanks, everyone. Uh, For those of you who are not going to be here tonight uh, on the Lakers Nightcap, thank you for being here. And uh, we'll see you guys on Sunday for playback and postgame as well as a nightcap. Looking forward to that. Once again, it is Joe Soro. Please join him in a few minutes, less than three, right here at the Lakers Fast Break channel. Just keep it right here. It is going to be Lakers Nightcap with Joe Soro on this channel. It's just going to come up on the other screen right here, just the way you – Got out of the you know, the game that we have, the simulcast, right into the post game. You'll be able to get right into Lakers Nightcap with Joe So right here on YouTube, Facebook, and wherever you get your podcasts. Looking forward to it indeed. I got to go ahead and upload this to our audio listeners. It is, of course, the Lakers Fast Break. Jamie has said from the Lakerholics.com crew that he might be able to go ahead and put out a Lakers weekend show tomorrow. I'm looking forward to see if he can do that. We'll wait and see. Otherwise, I will bring you some type of content tomorrow night. Uh, Definitely looking forward to seeing what we can do there. But Sunday, it is going to be a 12.30 p.m. start time, Pacific time on ABC. Want to make sure everyone knows that because it is the Lakers on the road, on the road against the Phoenix Suns. Looking forward to seeing what's going to go ahead and happen there. We will be live pregame during the game with playback.tv. So Lakers fast break post game. Of course, there's no one better that does it than us here at the Lakers fast break. And of course, also as well, a nightcap for you. Probably be an earlier nightcap because it will be Joe on earlier for the day. So earlier nightcap for you on Sunday night with Lakers nightcap with Joe Soro indeed. So, Really appreciate you being here with us tonight. It is the Lakers winning 123 to 118. Looking forward to hearing what Joe has to say. I'll try to hop on on the tail end of the show after I get this edited and uploaded to our audience listeners out there on YouTube, Facebook, of course, also as well, Twitch, Twitter, and of course, all the great audio listeners on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. Alan says, sometimes we have a complex offensive game plan where everyone is involved. Other times, Rui usually stands in the corner, does nothing for a while, does cardio because it's ISO, ISO, ISO. That's when I really cannot stand the offense. It's like we're stuck in mud, just ISO after ISO, and 
The ball doesn't move. No man cuts the basket. It's really, really, really bad to watch. Although, again, the Lakers kind of slept walk it through most of the game, especially on the defensive end. They did pull out the victory, 123 to 118. Lakers, once again, are 31 and 27 on the season. They are still quite a few games out in the Western Conference. They're full nine games out in the Western Conference, ninth place. 31 and 27. They are still two and a half games behind the Sacramento Kings and the Phoenix Suns. They are three games behind the Phoenix Suns in the loss column. But in this tough 10 game stretch, they will be playing the Phoenix Suns next. And I believe they have not just one, but they have two games coming up in the not too distant future against the Sacramento Kings. So if they win all these games, they can close that gap. If they get on a streak and uh, like what was talked about earlier, if they can go ahead and focus the next few games, we will wait and see. It will be the very measure of the Lakers, whether or not they can go ahead and make a imprint in the Western Conference playoff picture, or if they'll be relegated to 10th place and a place in the play-in for the playoffs so definitely looking forward to hearing what everyone out there has to say you're always welcome to leave your comments even after we're off the air or just hit us up lakers fast break at yahoo.com so for joe sorrow and john costa it's gerald glassford thanks again so much for watching and listening truly appreciate it just waiting for joe to go live on the air so we can automatically hopefully do a switch over with you right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Once again, the Lakers do win 123 to 118. Just waiting for Joe Sorrell to go on the air. Looking forward to hearing what he has to say tonight in his nightcap. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and check on him now. I'm going to kind of eavesdrop on him now to see and make sure that he has gone live on the air. He has gone live with the Lakers nightcap, so go ahead and check him out right now. And for all of us right here, Thank you so much for being part of what we do each and every day right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.